We, oh, we yeah, yeah. Everybody. Yeah, all right. Everybody got to be. Everybody got to be. We cracking? Look, look. Let's crack it on the show. Let's crack it on the show. Well, look. I can finish That's what's up. That's what's up. Don't threaten me with a good time, Jack. Come on. Right, right. Yo, welcome to Beers and Bars. Your place for rapid fire hip hop discussion and of course, great beer. I am Kamal Kiddo. OT the Golden Child. Thank y'all for checking out our last episode featuring our homie DJ Sparks. You know what I'm saying? Down right. in Houston. Um, he was doing this thing on the show talking about the, yeah, H-Town. He was talking about the 627 food truck. So make sure if you're down there in the Houston area, um, you check that food truck out, follow them, find out where they're going to be at, get you some good grub, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have... Listen, this is our okay. Look, we've never had more than uh, two guests at a time. So I know, right? <laughs> right now, this it's is a party a, right now. It's, it's a party right now, man. We we um, I don't know if we want to do it individually, but I, what we can say is today we have uh, the gentleman on the show from Hip Hop Hairs Brewery in right. Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hip Hop Hairs Brewery. Have y'all want to introduce yourselves? Y'all go ahead. Let the people yes, know who yes. y'all are, man. Uh, I'll jump in real quick just to get the ball rolling. What's going on, everybody? Uh, I'm Joe. I am the uh, head of, I guess, marketing and community development and all that in regards to Hip Hop Heads Brewery. Um, also uh, develop most of the recipes that we brew. Um, and yeah, ready to have this conversation, ready to get into it. Word up. Right on, right on. Go I'm ahead. Yeah, right, go I'm, ahead. I'm the White Hole saying I'm the... Uh, Operating officer here, so I'm trying to get all our paperwork straight so we can launch within the next few months, man. So mm. that's my role. I get the boring part: file taxes, submit <laughs> paperwork. Hey, you need you that. Ne- gotta have it. You necessary, bro. I gotta it's have good. it. Gotta have, have it. Legit. Right. And I'm Lance, and I am the uh, director of research and development. I get to handle all the cool stuff with the equipment and a lot of things we need to try to produce the best quality beer that we can. And we're looking forward to putting it in people's hands real soon. Right on, right on. Um, along with talking to hip hop heads about um, their beginnings, why they started, um, just getting to know them, what they do over out, out in Atlanta. Um, we're also going to be talking about a topic that was, uh, I guess, brought up to OT uh, earlier this week. Oh, it was what, what is it, man? What's it was going floating on? around, man. And I, I don't. It's not really a topic that I don't think hasn't been touched. I've I've heard this before. You know, people be trying to come at Lauren. You can already see in my tone. What? Well, well, I probably people <laughs> be trying to come at Lauren. Um, but no, I think this was posted. It was. I think this might have been said on Twitter or Facebook. But anyway, the group or media group uh, is called Spade TV. They posted it and it said, "Well, the person who said it said that uh, Lauren Hill was not a legend. She just made a legendary album." Again, Lauren Hill is not in legend. She just oh. made a legendary album. So agree, disagree. Agree. You got five gentlemen here who will uh, agree to di- agree, disagree, agree to disagree. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> uh, but before we get into all that, we got to talk about beer first. This is beers and bars. So, um, you know what? Since I'm talking, yeah. I- I'll start. Uh, Joe, you run the the page as far as IG and all that, right? That's right. Uh, you said that you guys dig, is it IBW? Say it one more time. You said you guys, as far, I think, you, did you guys say that you liked Illuminated or I don't know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We mess with okay. Illuminated hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Love Illuminated. Love their, uh, their, their juicy stuff over there. Shout out um, Illuminated. It makes its way down here every now and then. So, yeah, we mess with them from Chicago. So, in honor of that, I have today from IBW their Fruit Creep. Oh, yes, yes. Come on, we making friends already, man. Uh, <laughs> double dry hopped, uh, double IPA. This, I think, is the second or third one I've had out my little four pack. And uh, again, we rock with them as well. They've had us at the brewery uh, in 2018, I believe. Dope. We kicked it with the head brewer, and it was just a good time. So shout out to IBW, man. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah, a good brew yeah. right there. That's a good it really choice. Is. Yeah, that's a good one right there. They got the Mandab- Mandavino, uh, Mandarina Bavaria hops in there. You know, Thanks. I know that. Yeah, man. That's my joint. This is the first time I've ever, I've ever seen, honestly, a um, like this type of style brew with that particular hop. Like I had never, I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so. That's yeah. one of my favorite joints right there. Like you let, you let the brothers tell it, like I try to throw that <laughs> hop into everything, Jack. Yeah, we got it in a couple of our beers. Hey, there we go. Let yeah. me shoot it to one of y'all, man. Lance, go ahead, man, what you got? 
All right, so actually, uh, for my main dish, I'm sipping on one of our creations right here. This is Hop Wilder. This is our double IPA, very mm. malt forward, has a nice, smooth double IPA finish, sits in at about 8.2%. And we actually brewed this probably about, uh, about two, three months ago. And it's been, you know, sitting, conditioning, getting a little smoother, a little more developed. And yeah. it's delicious right now. Okay. Right on, right on. And I'll, uh, I got a second beer that I'm going to come back with, you know, oh. after I finish this one, you know. True, true. I got one, too. Go ahead. Whoever next. <laughs> uh, I'll go. I'll go. Oh, um, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Dwight. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just got this uh, empty. I put it in my, my glass <laughs> over here. But I uh, got this Hop Wave uh, 15 from uh, Equilibrium. Mm, okay. okay. We got some Enigma hops in there, Citra. Right 8.5%. Very delicious. That's what's up, man. Come on, you gonna you gonna you gonna break out with something uh, yeah, different? Yeah, so I was gonna pull out a hot butcher I had, but I don't know where it went. Wow. I, I, I think you find that. I think <laughs> my wife might have drank it. I'm not sure. There it is. So I'm gonna just chill with some two brothers lager today, man. I'm gonna just okay. chill with some two brothers lager today. Even nice and clean. I had to pull out the two brothers. You know, when I first started drinking craft beers, uh, two brothers were definitely early in my journey. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Where are they out of? They're out of Chicago? Yeah, they Warrenville, are. Warrenville, Illinois. Yeah. Okay. Warrenville, Illinois. Yeah, they pretty much distribute to all the, the um, you can get them joints in like almost any grocery store up here. It, same for me, yeah. like 20, when I first started on this journey, 2013, 2014, because, you know, you're shopping for some, some uh, turkey beef. And then like over over there is like some beef. You know, you shopping for whatever you shopping for. You know what I mean? And, and they right there. So, yeah, man. Uh, shout out to two brothers, man. Uh, I got this joint right here. This is called uh, Citra Patrol. Um, mm. It's a... It's a double IPA, uh, dry hop with citra. I mess with citra pretty hard, so I'm about to jump this off. Um, this joint sits at 8%. eight uh, I never had it before, ever. So we about nice. to experiment together. Okay. It already smells amazing. Let's cheers it up, man. Cheers. Uh, we appreciate you guys for being on the show. We toasted it up real yeah, quick. We're just cheers. glad to be here. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, look at that shot, man. Cheers. Hey, cheers. Look at that. Look at that. Ooh. All day. So come Party. on, you kick. Come on, you kick it off wherever you want to kick it off at, man. Um, Hip Hop Heads Brewery, man. Um, how do you all? Let me start with this. Um, how do you all know each other, and how is it that you all? decided to come together to venture into this venture. <laughs> Go ahead, you, All right. So um, basically myself and Joe, we both went to Morehouse together. So him and I have been rocking hard since uh, 1999. And then um, around 2005, yeah, Dwight entered the picture. And, you know, we just became real, real good drinking buddies. We started our journey doing the what we call the beer chase you know like you're chasing down that beer that you've never had right mm-hmm. and you're sitting there you bring in you come together we drink we fellowship we freestyled we hey i know more <laughs> you know we, bring that back more. bring that back man yeah. nah. <laughs> the gears are rusty dog. the gears are rusty b See that? y'all could have been jay-z by now you, you kept going man <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so um, as we just, you know, continually were trying to check, uh, track down beers and listening to new music, bringing stuff to the table, just like, man, like, we really enjoyed those two components, like the unifying aspect of beer and music. It brings people together. Uh-huh. And so then we actually, talking shit one day, was like, hey, man, we could make beer. Let's make a beer. Mm. And one Christmas, Dwight's wife got him a homebrew kit. She's like, Here, here's something for you and your little friends to do. And little did she know, that's where, like, all of our expendable income has gone ever since. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah. And we're also all teachers. Um, Like, that's kind of the tie that binds right here. Like, we all work at the same school. Um, Wow. Yeah. Like, I'm a classroom teacher. Lance runs the operations part of the school I'm at. And Dwight used to be the principal at the school I'm at. 
and then he went and opened another school or, or ran another school. So we're all in education. So we got nine to fives. Like this, this brewery thing ain't the, yeah. the full nine to five yet. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? But we'll get there eventually. But yeah, we're all in education. Right mm -hmm. on, right on. That's Wake what's up, up man. everybody. That's what's <laughs> up, man. <laughs> That's super dope, man. So Morehouse, huh? Yeah. Did you guys get your hands on, um, I think Crown and Hops just did the HBCU joint. I don't know if you guys, yeah. I can't find it down here. I think you got a Bro. order. Yeah, I was looking. I was looking to see if they had some on, on Craft Beer Kings. Um, so yeah, man, that's dope yeah. though. I saw yeah, it, but I didn't. I haven't good. seen it in person yet. Yeah. yeah, they, they, I, I know folks who've gotten it, but I think everyone who's gotten it has ordered it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know, but I heard it. Crown and Hops doing some dope stuff. Yeah, yeah. So what's the um with this home brew kit, Dwight? What's what's uh how do we? How how does that work? Um, what's the process in that? Like, you, okay, so you have the so what, kit itself. Go ahead. Yeah, so, all right. So, basically, it's like, it's basically just a gallon of beer. So, it came with, like, it came with, um, what did jug. it come with? It came with a glass jug. It came with all the ingredients. It came with everything, just kind of, like, step by step, mm. like, like a Betty Crocker mix type joint. Right. Right. So we get in the kitchen, you know, I got one of my pots, we cooking in the house and we, we messed up the barrier. We messed it up. And even though it had instructions, we messed it up. Yeah. So we messed it up. We create this beer. There were two instructions. There were literally two instructions. There was like- <laughs> There was. There was but, no, but you know how it goes. There was a big sack of, what was it? Of, 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 of what? Of primary sugar that we just left out. Oh wow! So we leave it out. Then we added in late. Didn't add back any water. So when we made this beer, it was straight, like, alcoholic sugar, yo. It was like it was mad sweet and thick. Yeah. When we did it the first time. So then Lance, fast forward. Lance gets another one, and we do that one. It's a little bit better. And then we're like, Joe, buy your kit. Joe, join buy his kit. We're like, what the hell? Joe, buy your kit. Join buy his kit. <laughs> Joe said, all right. You know what? You know what? Forget buying a kit. Let's buy a let's buy a whole bunch of beer and do market research. That's so so we like to do this thing called market research day. Mm -hmm. Where oh, whatever style of beer we're about to brew, we just buy a whole bunch of it. Different 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 uh, breweries, different you know even styles within the, within it. So it might be you know your, your your everyday IPA might be a double, it might be a juice, whatever it was. We just brought things together. And Joe's like, you know what? We like this flavor profile here. We're gonna make our first beer. We did it through extract, so we didn't use full grain yet. Right. So we make this brew, and we invite people to taste it, and it's a hit. Like, mm. literally one hit a quitter. That, that joint right there. What I have um, right it's been sitting there for a while, so the color is not, the, not exactly the same. Hop Wilder. Mm -hmm. So Hop Wilder, we make first double IPA. People love it. Even non-beer drinkers drinking it. Word. And, then, you know, from there, we just, you know, Joe gets in the lab, he keeps, he keeps making different recipes, and now we got a whole brew. We have a, a unit tank. We got a 30 gallon uh, brew bucket. We got, uh, we, don't condition, we, don't we don't condition our, our, our bears anymore unless it's experimental. Any, mm -hmm. uh, any complete recipes, we're forced carbonating our stuff. Okay. So yeah, man, so right back here. My wife gets mad when we spill beer and make the house stink for a couple of days. Yeah, right back here in the basement. Yeah, that was my next question. Who 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 has the honor of where where are you guys brewing out of right now? So you guys are at your spot, the white. That's where you're doing all the. It's because I have good friends, man. Because you know, uh, we started out at Lance's crib, and then yeah. my wife was like, "You're gone, you know, twelve hours every time you, you you're brewing. We got these two kids at the house. So mm -hmm. Can y'all come over here? So we just do it here now. That's what's up. So as yeah. far as um, creating. Um, different flavors of beers um how does that work as far as so i like this is rare that we get to talk to people that actually brew that mm -hmm. that actually do the actual brewing and are in so, the position of you guys you know what i'm saying like you guys are you know yeah you know, about to launch and whatnot so yeah go ahead yeah so um as far as um switching up flavors and ingredients and things like that um what have you seen have have you gone far enough far enough where you know um what flavor these hops will give you what flavor this amount 
of mm-hmm. hops will give you um like what makes it a double IPA versus a regular IPA. Right. Um right. things like that as far as you know different flavors how do you go about um finding that out experimenting with that how do you go about that. So the the interesting thing about the beers we make is that one of the things we are intentional about is making sure that every beer we make all three of us like. But the funny thing about that is all three of us have differing you know flavor profiles like mm-hmm. lance like super hoppy earthy beers like piney beers mm-hmm. me and dwight like more citrusy beers we all love high gravity beers you know what i'm talking about yes, so sir, yeah. when we when we do our market research day and we lay out all these beers on the table and it's like 12 15 beers and some of them and like most of them jokers be like eight plus you know what i'm talking about so like we're end of the day we're falling out the door but like we we rank every beer and we write down, we take notes on every beer we drink as we're drinking it, say, hey, we like this profile about this. This was too bitter. This was too sour. This didn't have enough fruit. This mm-hmm. didn't have enough aroma. And we take notes on all that stuff. So then we come up with a consensus of like, yo, this is the beer we want to make because this is the one we agreed upon the most and it got the highest marks out of all that. Um, so that's how we've been brewing our stuff is like trying to look for a certain kind of flavor profile that like meshes with all of us. In terms of the uh, the different, you know, flavors and different aromas, it really is like a kid with a chemistry set. You see what I'm saying? Like I was gonna say, it's like science, man. You guys oh, are scientists right now. Yeah. We, have, we have a particular recipe we have been trying to perfect. I think for the past six months, mm-hmm. and it's and it's something that we just keep. We we brew it, we taste it. Oh, that's mad good. It's not what we are going for. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like we set out mm-hmm. with a certain I- idea in our mind about what we want to do. And so we just start playing around with hops. And the thing about brewing beer is it's like, it's like making tea, except that when you, mm-hmm. the, the flavor comes out, depending on when you put the hops in during the boil, how much hops you put in, what order you put them in, how many mm-hmm. hops you put in after the boil is done. And that yeah. gives you all the different flavor profiles and all that. So like you can change, you could take one hop out of a recipe and that could change the whole profile of the recipe and yeah. not change anything else, you see? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's really what it's, what it's coming down to. We just having fun and playing, man. And, yeah. Yeah. and once we find something that works, we're like, that's the joint. So we got a double IPA that's, that everybody loves. It's the mm-hmm. Hop Wilder. We got the West Coast okay. IPA, which is called Victory Lap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, you dig that. Um, we got the Belgian triple, which is called trap music. All right. And that's a double entendre of like Trappist beer, the original, you know, Belgian beer, Trappist beer, and obviously trap music. Yeah. And we there got you a- go. I see you come on. That's fire. And then we got this, this hazy New England IPA called juice. Mm. Um, mm. I and- saw that. Yeah. And that's, and that's juice. The movie. I uh, guess you dig. So fire. Um, yeah, you know I'm saying like you know Bishop and Malik. You know, you, shout you, out to Bishop, man. Q, you know Q, Steel, Raheem. Yeah. Um, so we and so so like we have some solid recipes that we've just that we've been working on and perfected and we're keeping as is. Um, and then we got a stout coming. We got a wheat coming. Um, so we're we're still in the lab, but we've been we've been doing this for like two years trying to perfect these core recipes. Mm. So when we launch. We got some babies ready to go. Hey, uh, real quick, Kamal, to your point, like what'll happen is if you take Victory Lap, for instance, yeah, we first our first iteration of Victory Lap, it had a, it had a super aggressive finish, which is kind of indicative of a West Coast IPA. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, but we're like, yo, we we gotta smooth this out a little bit, so we retooled it. Joe went back, we reduced the um the duration of a boil hop, added a, you know mm. kicking at the end uh, during a dry hop stage perfected it and fortunately for us it happened after the the first go round. Yeah, usually yeah. it doesn't happen like that usually you gotta try a couple different ones and how much you do when and where that's that cloth talk and, and then one more yeah one more thing i can add too is um you know the craft beer community has been really 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 helpful to us man like everyone's been very welcoming and I mean, we're learning, right? We're not, we're still, you know, novices. The, the, the thing is that like, we do have a gift, right? Um, where these things are coming out and we're getting really good feedback uh, yeah. from professional brewers who are actually, this is their day-to-day job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we continue to learn, like we're learning about 
different yeasts. And, and if you, um, if you, if you, you know, ferment at a, at a particular temperature and how that's going to change, uh, yeah. how that changes the, the, the flavor profile and things like that. And these, this is just like free advice. We're chopping it up and drinking and taking notes, you know, sitting down with folks. So water chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, is there a preference when you all do, um, launch completely uh with cans or bottles their preference between cans or bottles yeah i mean Damn. cost well i mean well cans it, it, cans are cheaper um true, true. They, they're cheaper but then we, our whole concept i mean we, we need we need we need our, our our bottling is a is a is a piece of our entire concept i'll let joe handle that part yeah so like so like when you're looking at a at a can right like can art is very important. Like you sitting, you going into sure. a, into a spot and you don't, and you just looking to get something. You pull up in that refrigerator, you know what I'm talking about? And you say, Oh, that's, I don't know that. What's that? That looks good. And so the can art is very important. And so you can't oh. have that same presence on a bottle, bottle art mm. and can art, bottle label and can label are two different things. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to make sure that our can art is actually art that's, rooted in hip-hop right oh. and so like you know i mean you know the four pillars of hip-hop you got the yeah. mc you got the dj you got the graffiti artist and you got the b-boy yeah. right and so our can art will incorporate that mm. and so like okay. real hip-hop heads know this is what we're gonna do we're gonna have that there in addition to that and so this is where it kind of it goes in terms of space on the uh on the can we're doing more than just selling beer like mm. anybody can sell some beer we're trying to make a cultural experience. And yeah. so when you crack open our beer, boom, you got the hot water in your hand, boom, you're drinking your beer, boom. And then you notice on the can, oh snap, what's that on the can? It's a QR code. So all of our, all of our stuff is gonna have a QR code on it. You scan that with your phone and a playlist is gonna come up specifically curated for that beer. You dig what I'm saying? That's fire! Look, this is what I'm trying to explain to you. So Lance fire. Lance got the Hopwilder. Lance got the Hopwilder. So if you were to scan, we already had the playlist already uh, done up. That's on Spotify. You scan that Hopwilder playlist, you're going to get some hardcore early, uh, mid-90s, late-90s uh, hip-hop. We got Red Man and Method Man. We got some, you know, Black Rob in there because that's the feeling of the beer. It's not random. You yeah, drink yeah. Beer, you're like, oh, that's kind of hard. And it makes your head do like yeah, this. Yeah. And what song makes your head do like this and your face do like this? And so we make a playlist that brings that feeling. That's, I, wow. Wow. That's the way of the future. Next thing you tell me, we, we talk to y'all a year from now, you have oh, launched in a whole hologram. Hologram. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, hologram. Yo, that's fire though. That's, that's. Appreciate that. Appreciate yeah, man. The, yeah. That's just super awesome, man. I'm sitting listening to you guys, and I'm just like, the whole story is super inspiring, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just like where y'all at right now, and you know, I, I love the whole idea of like, uh, is it market day or mar what is it called? Market, mar market research, research marketing. Day. Bro, that's fire. So y'all just get together, drink a bunch of different beers, and just yeah. try to, you know, like, like take your notes and whatnot. But at the same time, it's very, you know, that's, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like, the whole vibe. We're going to start like charging admission for people to participate in market research day. <laughs> <laughs> that's my neck like that's what i'm saying like i want to be come. an event that's a whole <laughs> event right that's a whole event yo no cap that's a real thing like we could actually yeah. be like yo we're about to try Look. to get a new recipe everyone come to the brewery market research day yo you just gave me that's an idea whole event. Yo, you that's what i was Look, <laughs> these cats these cats be Breakdance, dance, break dancing on market research. <laughs> That's what's up. That's look at that entertainment. You can't look, help it. I you, that actually did happen. He's not. That is not. I'm not lying. When you're about, funny. when you're about eight beers in, and all the beers you drank were like eight percent. You yeah. what? What's left to do except break dance? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let me let me ask the question, man, because I think this is important. Um. We're beers and bars, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we obviously have the marriage of hip-hop and beer. Uh, what made you guys want to go that route of making that marriage between the two, you know, uh, of, of hip-hop and beer? Like, what what made y'all want to go that route? Obviously, you know, we have all listened to hip-hop, you know, we've all grew up on it, but what yeah. made you guys want to make that marriage for this brewery? 
you got that, Dwight? Go ahead. Sure. I mean, so we were were playing with just trying to figure out. So if if we were to if if I'm good, if if if, if yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, if they were to if if we were to do something, um, what what do we all have in common, right? Mm-hmm. So the first thing was we were thinking about oh we're all we're all educated so let's make that our theme, and this is you know we 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 kind of play with it and we started looking around like oh there's already there's already a three philosophers there's already you know there's there's some there's already a schoolhouse we're like all right that's a wrap like people are taking that already, mm-hmm. and one day we were just sitting there drinking and we're like. We love hip hop, and it just and everything just started clicking. Yeah, and it it, it kind of just snowballed into all right. We're gonna be hip hop as brewery. This is what oh, we're yeah. gonna do. Oh, let's do the QR code. Oh, on our website, instead of having like you know about us and you know uh, bears that we have on tap, it's more like you know who are our featured artists. Like here's the intro. Like. We're gonna just curate everything around what you know terms that people are that like hip hop are familiar with. Yeah, that's how we just came. We just came about. Go ahead, Lynch. And another piece of that is that um, for me, you know, and I think it's pretty much for everyone. Music literally is the timeline of your life. So if you're gonna say like, mm-hmm. "Oh man," like I remember when um, the first time I heard "Feel So Good" by Twister, Chicago. There you Come go. Come on, man. Don't play oh, with us. Oh, oh. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know where you were when you heard that song. And you know that like you probably didn't really hear it before. You know when you heard Faux Pimp. Like you know when you heard, you know, all these You from Chicago, man! He, 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 from from the, Chicago. he from the crib, G. He from the crib. <laughs> so yeah, like um, you know, it actually chronicles your life mm. and your your taste of change during that time, but yet you still have a soft spot for that eighth grade dance, for that, you know. Whatever yeah. it was that music actually penetrated that moment as well, and so to keep keep with it, even even the bad music or the flash in the pan stuff, it still matters. Yeah, yeah. it was still hot for a moment. Yeah, <laughs> bring it all up, and we and I love that piece of it. That's what's word, up. Man. Word. So um, you all started back in twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen. Probably, I think we made our first year January twenty nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so, you all have made it to this point. Um, how has COVID affected what you all do, or has it slowed anything down, or you all are just keep testing, cranking stuff out? I think. I mean, and I'll I'll say something, and y'all can jump in. We haven't because we don't have a brick and mortar yet. Yeah. Um, we haven't been affected by it as much as other folks have. Like because we're still home brewing, because we're still out here in in you know beta phase, basically. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's not actually it's helped us to be honest with you because it's given us a lot more time to get into the lab and and get into the booth and really make these things and create these styles. Um, yeah. And and also set up meetings with folks. Like we just have a lot more time now than you know, that we didn't have prior to. Um, just by the nature of what we do. Um, so I, I think it, it hasn't he- it hasn't messed with us in a negative way, but that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, definitely. It, it has been better because we do have, if you look at it, if you spend like an hour and a half getting ready and going to work and another hour and a half coming home from work, like that's three hours of your day that you're getting back. And we're able to use that time to brew more frequently. Um, right. You know, we're able to say, hey, I right, we'll start the brewing process during the day, but like I have a lull during the middle. So in between meetings, I can build the hop schedule. You know, like we're able to find these little pockets of time yeah. that aren't necessarily taken up by other things that happen if you were at a physical location for your job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll also say we also learned some lessons, right? Like we're <laughs> we've noticed a lot of folks, a lot of breweries have for real, for real taken hits because their, the majority of their setup was interior. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so as we start thinking about what our brick and mortar space is gonna look like, we have to take into effect that this COVID thing ain't going nowhere no time soon, yeah. right? This idea of social distancing, of wearing masks, of people being safe and hand sanitizer and all that, that's gonna be around for a while. It's like, we're post 9-11 again, you, you dig? Yeah, so like, yeah. talk man. Yeah. So we have to, it's caused us to think about our space and envision our space in a way that will make people feel comfortable, 
um, but also still allow us to create the environment and the cultural experience that we want to create. Right on, right on. Um, when do you all plan to launch? Do you have a launch date right now? So um, we are, whole, so we have a whole um, strategy around this. So um, in terms of being able to launch, so we have to have state license. We have, to, we have all, all types of licensing. So we have our federal yeah. uh, approval. Uh, we submitted for the state approval. So we have that happening. We mm. also have uh, a potential um, collab, collab there that can, that, that can launch pretty soon. So we're working on getting that out. Um, so what we, what we plan to do is we want to continue to create this buzz. So we'll continue yeah. our social media presence. We want to get this collab launched, push that really hard. And then we're hoping to get our, um, our contract situation all set up to launch by the end of this year. So hopefully we'll be on the shelves by the end of this year wow. and also work on a couple of different, um, investment opportunities so that we can have a brick and mortar, um, you know, but with within a within a two years so um so that's 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 the plan right now just need to get all this paperwork done and, and be honest like mm. it's, it's a learning opportunity too so some of yeah. the uh, us have being able to work from home and not get get rid of the get rid of our commutes and things like that like yeah. I, I submit paperwork and they be like nah it's wrong you got to resubmit this you got to do that so um i'm just i'm just you know we're just we're just, we're just continuing to learn you know what i'm saying so right right um with and and I thought some of the um like for example our, our federal uh, wholesale license it came through pretty quickly and they were they, 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 we got an email they said hey we want you to res to resubmit a couple of things I want to get this done for you within a couple of weeks and we know that with COVID like sometimes some of the governmental stuff has has slowed down yeah um and even in speaking with some of the uh, our our mentor uh, breweries they're like yeah it can take a little while but for us. Mm. I don't know why, but things are moving a little bit a little bit faster, which is also fortunate. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So hopefully, man, by the end of the year, we can we can make it happen. Okay. Word up, word up. Uh, Hold on, Kamal. Before we go to you, finna go to Lauren. Come go on. ahead, go ahead. Before, does anybody have a second beer they want to crack? Cause I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Hey, <laughs> okay. you know what? I, I was about to do that very quietly, <laughs> but I don't know if y'all. It's look. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be tweaking. I'll be going. I'll be just throwing it back. Look, so uh, big shout out to Revolution Brewing up here in Chicago, man. I'm going to go a little uh, more so traditional here with their, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. It's Bahafment. It's a Bach beer. Uh, coming in at 6.6% alcohol volume. This joint is fire, man. I, I really got to change my palate. If y'all if y'all never check for the show, I consider myself a, what's the term, Kamal? Basic bitch IPA guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so and I'm trying to coin, yeah, Joe. I'm trying. I'm trying to coin that 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 right, time. Right, right, right. Get shirts made and all that. But yeah, man, I got a Bach here. You know what I'm saying? Going, going a little more traditional. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, uh, man. It looks like me and Dwight about to crack the thing. That's a T-shirt. That's a bumper sticker. That's I'm, right, right, right. Bro, I might name a beer after you, dog. I'm not even. Hey. <laughs> Basic bitch IPA guy. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, oh, yo, bro, um, man. I think me and Dwight are about to crack the same beer over here. We have the uh, Clown Shoes Leviathan Triple IPA. Mm. Sitting here at 10%. Mm. So, um, you, That's what I pull out you might want to ask them now because there's no telling what's going to happen at the bottom of this can. Mm. <laughs> <Damn>. Turn up. <laughs> early. Early. You know, play, play hard, you know? Play the whole That's game. a fact. Look, it's only 445 in Chicago. I'm gonna have a, I think I'm going to have a good night, man. I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, Hip Hop Heads Brewery. Uh, thank you for that. Um, We're going to move into the topic of the day. Some hip hop, man. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill is not a legend. Lauren Hill, is she a legend? Or does she, she just have a legendary album? I don't um, want to start this off because I'm all, I, I've said I'm biased already, so I don't know who has what. Song. I'm gonna start it off. There you go. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, come on, go ahead. But um, when um when Ot first brought this to me, I'm like, hmm. I always thought she was a legend, but you know what? You know what? This person might have a point. Maybe she's not a legend. She just Ooh. got. She's just carrying the weight. 
She's just carrying, like, what else can she? She can't perform her songs the mm. way they were originally recorded on her albums because of some contractual. Uh, do legends have contractual issues? That's not know. her. That's not. That's not her. <laughs> <laughs> literally no play in the show. Okay, about the gate. <laughs> Yo, I wish I was host so I could just put him on mute. <laughs> can I get somebody make me the host? <laughs> Or, or you know, I'm, look, I'm just playing. I'm playing devil's advocate right now. I'm just trying to figure. I'm really yeah. trying to think about it. You know, she was in. You know, she got the movie Sister Act, one movie. You know, that's real popping though. Mm-hmm. That did um, illuminate her star quality. Um, yeah. When you go back, or for at least for me, when I went back and listened to. Um, unplugged after the first like three or four songs you're getting the same melody but the rest of the 20 25 other songs on it's like 30 tracks on that boy you know what I'm saying? Yeah. they all sound pretty similar if we're gonna be fair That's you fair. know what i'm saying um but then in preparation for this episode you know i try to think of those artists that had uh, first of all, I had to listen to the album again, mm-hmm. and I don't know how old she was, but the ideas and heartfelt concepts. Um, I think she was born in 75, so I think she was 23 and 98, I think. But go ahead, continue. Bruh, the depth on that album is uh, is pretty, pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty aware. Um, you know she's a good rapper. Um, and she displayed her singing, mm-hmm. which is fire. You know, D'Angelo, Mary J. I think uh, John John Legend is on the album. Um, I think he's singing background on some that was of the his stuff. First joint, I think. I think that was his first time on anybody's yeah. album. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carlos Santana. Um, there you go. You know, now, I, I forget. You- I forget all the the musicians. I mean, even. I, and and this is also to, okay. Let me hold on. Let me go back. Let, let me slow down. Wait, hold on. So y- your bias is coming out because <laughs> you started playing devil's advocate, and now you just make her up. So. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, I'm just saying. I'm going through the process of is this a good? Al- is she just a one hit wonder? Is she a one album wonder, or you know what does she have to carry her through her years? And really. This Brother. album is the project that's carrying her. Not is at it all. Not? That, no, 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 no. So <laughs> here's the thing, man. Like my response to that shit is, do you <laughs> fools listen to music or do you just skim through it? You know what I mean? Like, so, y'all, all right. We got to realize that while her crescendo, like the culmination of her career was the miseducation, you got to look at all the other works that took place before then. Because if you listen, go back and listen to the score. You want to go back and listen to, like, bars? (laughs) Lauren carries that album. If you Google uh, Killing Me Softly Now, you don't see Roberta Flack. You see Lauren Hill. Yep. He made the song more popular. Okay, so let's start. Let's go there. Let's also go ahead and add in, you know, some of the other works. All right, the the song on the Love Jones soundtrack, sweetest thing I've ever known. I ain't got to go. Come on, Chicago. Just let Lance go. I'm good. I'm going to go on mute. <laughs> I tried to explain it to you. This brother is passionate about bars. I'm trying to explain it to you. Then um, let's not also also um, Nas. If I ruled the world, murderous hook, murderous song goes down the pantheon of greatest songs ever written. Then she also had uh, the song with Bob Marley, "Turn Your Lights Down Low." She also produced All That I Can Say by um, Mary J. Mary J. Yes, yes, yes. She's doing all these things. Like, yes, was her career shortened? Sure, but so was Biggie's, and we don't call him not a legend nonetheless. Now, now, okay, so with that in mind, I'm trying to compare her (laughs) – I'm trying to compare her her career to someone else that – who else have we called a legend – who has had one album, one official album, who is still alive. Um, you know, Big, a lot of people, I've heard, I've heard, I'm not going to say a lot of people, but I just heard Chris Rock say that Big is not a legend, which, which kind of stunned me. You know what I'm saying? I would disagree, 
because those two albums are he solidified. You know what I'm saying? But then, what the problem is? Go ahead, come on. But before, wait, before let's no, let, let's stick with Lauren for a little bit, right? He comes in as a hip hop artist and completely dominates the Grammys, right? And we know how you know those five. You know how those you know these these you know, the Grammys, the Oscars, and things like that. We you know us as black folks, we stay getting snubbed. We have like a love hate relationship with those types of things, right? Yeah. And I agree. He does that, and they can't even like you can't even you can't even categorize like we categorize her as hip hop. She categorizes herself as hip hop. She's been she's winning best R and B. You know she's getting like they calling her pop. They calling her. They don't know even how to categorize her. So like thinking about like the influence of a person. So let's take out how the longevity of her mm-hmm. of her career, and let's think about the influence that she had on all these different people who come after her. And how hip hop is now like solidly mainstream because of her, not only in the United States but worldwide. Like that don't happen without Lauren. So whether or not you know you want to talk, and, and if, if she chooses to get out of this record label, you know, run, you know, industry or whatever, then that's on her. Like you can't have an issue with her choices. Yeah, that don't mean she didn't just come in here and just. Put her foot on people's necks and walked out of this joint like this that's is mine. True. That's true. It's about yeah. influence. That's what makes it a you know. That's why that, that's why you a legend. I, well, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, I yeah. Something to say, but I gotta say something after that. I think the main issue when we look at the word legend is we almost make it synonymous with like goat. Even though I think you can say that she's a goat or one of the goats. All all something is if it's legendary is that it stands the test of time, and and mm. she. That's all a legend is, right? Like, uh, if a story is a legend, then that story is continuously told over and over and over again. Bo Jackson didn't have a great career because of the injury he had, but for what he did in a small time frame, we're going to keep talking about Bo Jackson as the two-sport athlete, Um, his speed, his power, going through Brian Bosworth, you know what I'm saying, in the end zone. Like, all that stuff is legendary. So when you think about five Grammys, when you think about an album that is the first album ever that's hip hop that wins the best Grammy overall, I'm sorry, best uh, album overall, right? Killing them softly, killing them softly. That's Lauryn Hill, right? Like, yeah, they did get the Q-tip beneath the Apple Bum beat. But when you think about that Fuji's album, that song is what sticks out. Um, Nothing even matters. What's the joint that's off the, that you mentioned, Lance? What's the joint off the um the soundtrack? Song I've ever known. Yeah. These are songs. If you play them right now, you can't. And she separate. just had a song on uh the Queen of Slim. Uh, yeah, that joint was. Yep, she did. My, and it was decent. Yeah. My problem with this, with this, with the with the meme or whatever is that you can't separate the art and the artist because they are one and the same to me. To me. That's my problem. So how is the album legendary, but she's not when she created it? You know what I mean? But this, before you go, Lance, before you go, Lance, I know Lance got... No, that's going to be real quick, too. Lance has been dreaming. No, Lance, it's never real quick with you. Shut up. <laughs> so, so, Kamal, you started this whole thing out talking about, like, how Lauren was a good, and this is what you said, a good hip-hop artist, right? Yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out who's better. Right now, we now they're, they're, and I'm talking about commercial, commercial now, hip hop female artists. I can tell, I can talk to you about some underground folks. We could talk about Rhapsody or whatever. We can do that. But like, who's better? Um, as far as a woman, yes. I don't think there's anybody that is, is better than L Boogie. So I, you- I personally don't <laughs> find anyone. And what she did in her time, she there's nobody better than than Lauren Hill in my book. No one is no one is is out rapping Lauren Hill. Like she's good. She's good. <laughs> right. But if, if no one's if no one's better, then by definition you're the best. And then when people start talking about legendary, they equate that with the best, right? Yes. Now, I agree that I I have come after listening to her album again. 
I agree that what she did was what the project she put together is good. And I actually have a, a certain respect for artists that are able to make a project and just chill. You know what I'm saying? I like artists that are mysterious in that way. Uh, like your Frank Oceans and your, uh, you know, artists like that, that, or your Jay Electronicas, you know what I'm saying? I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that artist that can do something like that um, and still be relevant, still be uh, heralded as good. Um, I just really wanted, I really wish she was still active. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? These other artists are still active. And when I went to see her with Nas, she was lackluster because of the reason, um, because she couldn't perform her songs the way they were originally intended. You know, when I hear uh, artists like, that I think I respect, like Robert Glasper, talk about uh, sessions with Lauren Hill and how she wasn't, it was kind of funny style in the studio. It's like, well, what's going on with this, with this legendary, is it just a project or, you know, it's almost like her reputation mm. around the <clears throat> industry isn't um, a favorable one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like, think about it like Michael Jordan, right? Like Michael Jordan was a dickhead, <laughs> right? <laughs> but he, I mean, you watch you watch the the ESPN joint. You know what I'm saying? You watch the, the the last the dance. Last dance, yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan was a dickhead. There's no argument there. Everyone knows this. But you're also not going to argue the fact that the, the the brother is the most is the best player yeah. ever. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is the situation. So, like, I hear you. That has nothing to do with the with the the stuff she's putting on wax stuff. You feel me? And that the is stuff true, she man. she put on wax. She's not. <laughs> she is. She's not. That's all I'm. She's not right. working today. Is she? But actually, like I could put on some Jordans right now. My man's is still relevant right now. You know what I'm saying? Drake, Drake is singing because Lauren sang first. What? <laughs> that's my but thing. You know man. what? You're right about that. I I agree. <laughs> she definitely, you know, helped make that make that marriage cool. Um, more rapping and singing, being being able to be a rapper and sing, ooh, and it was probably more acceptable for Lauren to do it. But yeah, Drake definitely, yeah, yeah, there be no Drake up. Oh, ja Rule did it after, you know what I'm saying? Like all them, all them jokers in there was rapping and singing, you know what I'm saying? And she made mm. that joint possible for sure. Legendary people do legendary things. And so <laughs> it was a legendary album. It was produced or it was made by a legendary artist. Lance, give me a bar. I need bars, Lance. <laughs> bars. <laughs> give me some verses, Lance. Yo, I mean, um, one of my favorite ones would probably be uh, um, on The Beast. It says, conflicts with nice sticks, illegal sales districts, handpicked lunatics, keep all the tricks since rich. Um, Heretics pushing our credits amongst his mist and amongst his frisk and risk. Uh, <laughs> clicks throw bricks but seldom hit targets. Mm. Um, what did she say? Oh, damn! I can't. You caught. He caught me on the the spot right now. It's all um, good. No, you gotta be. <laughs> that that was more than I could have done, and I like the score. Well, you know, know what I'm saying? Uh, it was the the side the the sub subliminal psychology that you use against me if I lose control will send me to the penitentiary such as, mm. such as Alcatraz or shot up like El Haz Malik Sabaz mm. a high class gets bypassed while my ass gets harassed and the fuzz tree bruzz like their manhood never was and if you get too powerful you get bugged like Peter Tosh and Marley was Woo! Oh, man, that's what I'm saying like she's not a legend she, like she's not a legend bruh do that come on Bruh. Man. you know what it's almost like saying that she's not a legend doesn't take away from the fact that not look she's a legend all right she's a legend <laughs> she's a legend <laughs> but i'm just saying <laughs> to say she's to for someone to say she's not a legend that doesn't take away the fact that 
her work was good. Her work is and was good. She's just not active today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's not. They got to say that. But she you. hasn't. And it's more than being not active today. She hasn't well, been I active. I miss you, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Just say that. She hasn't say been I active over almost. I miss you. Don't come at me. Just say I miss you and I wish you would, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I, mean, that, I definitely. Fuck, man. She got to sing gonna... at the top of my lungs when you listen to that miseducation. I mean, it's singing. So here's yeah. the deal, right? Like, it's the thing. The same thing happened with Billie Holiday. So if you look at Billie Holiday's career, now, granted, she had more albums than Lauren. But Billie Holiday went into some shit in the end of her life, but she was still recording and she was still performing. And everybody was like, eh, what's happening with Billie? Like, Billie's not doing her shit, but no one's gonna sit up there and say that Billie wasn't legendary. You know what I'm saying? Like, but she was going through some stuff and it changed her career to the yeah. point where obviously, you know, she passed away because of it. But there's still the correlation of she did some dope shit when she was dope and then she went into some other shit and yeah. and then she wasn't able to do what she used to do. I mean, that's where Lauren is. Lauren is in a contractual situation. She was with the Marleys, and Marleys fucked her up. And you know, and then whatever else, depression. Whoever else knows. I don't know. Yeah. Smoking yeah. cigarettes. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, make sure y'all watch that new. I think it's a new Billy Holiday doc that just aired on Hulu. Uh, oh yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that drop. That's yeah, my. That's that. tonight. That's tonight. Then hell yes. yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Now, Hey man, before we get out of here, man, I, I, what what do y'all want to say to the people, man? Like what, like you know, we gonna we gonna give the floor to y'all, man. What what the people need to know about what y'all got going on, man? What's up? I mean, I would just say check us out, Hip Hop Heads Brewery on IG. Uh, keep an eye out; we're gonna be doing some really big things really soon. If you're in Atlanta, holler at us. Um, we do a lot of pop up events, and uh, we're trying to change the game. To be honest with you, you go to a regular brewery, all you do is drink beer. There's no there's nothing else besides beer. We're trying to change the craft brewery scene where we are giving you a beer experience and a musical experience at the exact same time. Word up, word up. So when y'all, look, I, I got I to keep going. I'm sorry, just one more, one more question. When y'all actually do, let's say, launch the brewery and whatnot, you guys are going to be, man, I, that's going to be fire, G. Y'all going to have, you know, mostly hip hop playing and, and whatnot, and it's going to, man, G. Yeah, so <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me hop in here. So... Man, this whole concept is just, it, like I said, we're trying to live and breathe hip-hop and beer, right? Mm -hmm. So when we're, you know, this is all, we're, we're still a room we're in planet, so we don't have anything solidified necessarily, but here are the things that we're playing with. In Atlanta, there's a bunch of hip-hop festivals. We want to be the premier beer at these black, at these hip-hop, one music fest, all these hip-hop, you know, these, these festivals. Mm. We want to one day have our own damn festival. Why can't we do it? You know what I'm saying? And then when it, when it comes to our space, um, you know, a Atlanta has a lot of, you know, creative folks. Um, we want to have, you know, art represented. We want to, um, there's trap yoga, they, they, they do pop-up. Why not do a pop-up at the, at the brewery? There's open mic nights, poetry nights. Like we're trying to just do things around that, um, that speak to the culture and also just involve that great beer um, and introduce beer to, you know, you know, to, to, to people who say, you know, I don't really like beer, but I wanted to say, hey, I don't like beer that much, but you know that hop that hop wilder? Hey. I miss That's my joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we've 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 gotten feedback like that too. I don't like beer. You don't like this one. Just have a taste. They're yeah, like, no, right, it's not that bad. <laughs> Except for my wife. She don't like none about beer. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, beers and bars, man. Beers and bars, hip hop heads, bro. We thank you guys. Yo, thank you guys. Pleasure, yo. My pleasure, man. Yeah, Thanks. Y'all come down to Atlanta. Y'all come down to Atlanta. Holla at us for real. Absolutely. Absolutely.